Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot, just use what you got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Today we're going to talk about faith as part of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. It's going to be an exciting episode, so sit back and get ready for a revelation of faith. God bless. Hey, 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 welcome back today for another podcast. We are still in Galatians chapter 5. We're in verse 22 on through like 23 and on so on and so forth. We are going to talk about faith today. Now I want to read something in your hearing like we do each of our podcast that has to do with this fruit of the spirit. I want to start in verse 22 of Galatians chapter 5, the King James Version. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Now, something I want to focus on before we go on, I like to look at this last verse in uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 26. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. And then there's a comma. So you can put, or provoking one another, comma, or envying one another. So let us not be seeking of vain glory. So glory is a pat on the back. Um, affirmation, all kinds of things you can link to this glory. For example, you do something for somebody and you want everyone to know that you did something. Um, You bought something for somebody in secret, but you want to make sure that they tell everybody that you did it. You're going to make sure you go around and let everyone know that you're doing things for people. That's glory. We don't go seeking glory like that. When you do something for somebody, do it. If you have the means to do it and you're doing it out of the nobleness and the goodness of your heart, you leave it at that. If you're looking for glory, you're going to do all kinds of other things and you're going to act like you didn't, but that's vain glory. That's doing it with vain vanity in your heart. The next part, or provoking one another. What is provoking one another? You know, uh, I'm pretty good at this, agitating an agitator. Now, provoking one another is when you go and you agitate somebody in a way that's going to cause them to err, to to fall, to make a mistake. Now, I'm not saying I'm good at that part, but I am good at agitating people. I like to agitate friends and family members. It's just fun to see them, you know, with their banter back and forth with me. Now, you can take this to a level that's very bad. By provoking people is you're setting up traps for people to walk into and you cause them to make a mistake. That's provoking somebody with your words. You're doing things with trapping them. Envying one another. This is another bad thing. All these virtues right here I'm talking about, if they're virtues, should not be named amongst us Christians. Envying one another. That person has a nicer car. That person has a nicer house. That person has nicer clothes. That person has put whatever you want in it. And I want to have that. That's envy. 
I want to be just like them. They went out and bought this Bible. I want to go buy that Bible. They went out and bought this clothing. I want to go out and buy that clothing. They went out and bought this device. I want to go buy that device. And so on and so forth. You're envying somebody else's life. You're envying somebody else's substance. Envying one another. It doesn't have to be worldly. This is also named amongst the church. And I wish it was not. But each one of these things are being spoken to church people. Don't be desirous of vainglory. Do not provoke one another. And do not envy one another. Now, let us move along. Faith. We're talking about faith. Hebrews 11.1. There's a couple versions here. If you read it in the King James Version, it basically says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. Another version says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. Now, I don't really care for that version too much. I really like the King James Version on this this one here, which I'm not against different versions, but I do set my heart and affection towards the King James Version because the substance that it brings is pretty, pretty right on. And the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, has really pressed me to stick with that. Now, I didn't get on here to talk about different versions of the Bible. What I've came here to talk about is the fruit of the Spirit, faith. Faith has to be part of your fruit in the spirit if you're going to be called one of his. If you have no faith, you're in trouble. You know, uh, faith, the substance of things not seen. Well, um, there's another verse I was just thinking of, but substance, substance, substance. I'm going to tell you what substance means. I'm going to tell you what hope means and all evidence. We're going to get into these words. I really believe today's episode is going to be beneficial to you in a a revelatory way and it's going to bless you in a mighty way if you allow it to get into your heart now i know there's a great attack going across the land right now i've been warning people many people aren't heeding the warning they're walking right into the traps the traps that the enemy's setting right now is to frustrate you get your eyes off jesus get your eyes off the prize get your eyes off from jesus and onto the world get your eyes off from jesus and onto other people Get your eyes off Jesus and even on yourself. If you're worried about yourself in a way that you've brought yourself up and your needs above Jesus, you might be making a mistake. Now, I'm not talking about eating and the natural things you're supposed to take care of. I'm talking about how we deal with one another. And if our dealings with one another are causing you to stumble, you need to reevaluate what you're doing. Okay. Now, listen to this. Luke 18.8 says, I tell you. He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, will the Son of Man, when he comes, shall he find faith on the earth? Will he find faith on the earth? Will Jesus find faith when he returns? That's the question here. We know the parable in Luke 18 is about the unjust judge and how this woman kept coming night and day, bugging him, and it was troubling him. So he gave her her petition just to get his rest back. But Jesus says, I will re- I will speedily avenge those that pray night and day with me. But nevertheless, what he's saying there is, if I don't answer your prayer right away, and it takes a little bit of time, and you don't see your answer, and you don't hear nothing from me, when I come back, if I don't answer until I come back, will I find faith? Will you have that same faith if I never answer your prayer and I return? That's a good question. That's a very fair question that God could ans- ask amongst his people. 
Okay, now substance. Let's get back to the substance. A particular kind of matter with uniform properties. The real physical matter of which a person or thing consists of and which has a tangible solid presence. Okay. Proteins compose much of the actual substance of the body. A steel tube coated with a waxy substance. Substance. That's it's something you can you can feel. You know that's real. You know that it's there. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. So you're hoping for something, and that substance that's causing you to receive that or to hold on to that, that's called faith. That's a tangible substance. That's real. God says, it's so real that I'm going to name it something. I'm going to name it faith. And that's what it's called. It's called faith. That thing that's causing you to hold on to what you're believing in until you receive it is called faith. That's the name. That's the title of it. That's what it is. And God says, that's a real substance. And it's worthy of a name. Okay. Now, evidence. The avail- available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or a proposition is true or valid. Evidence. Be or show evidence of that it has been populated from prehistoric times is evidence by the remains of Neothan- Neolithic buildings. So, the evidence here is saying... We know that there's prehistoric times because there's evidence of buildings and Neolithic items. Okay, so that gives you evidence. Evidence also, the study finds little evidence of overt discrimination. So, evidence is like proof. Evidence broadly construed is anything presented in support of an assertion. So, you assert something or you accuse something now you have to bring evidence okay so because you're going to have somebody that's going to doubt what you say and somebody that's going to believe it now in order for that to be a valid valid um assertion you have to have evidence i'll give you an example you come home and you tell your wife i have a dog we have a dog now i have brought a dog into our family and you never show a dog you've never produced a dog Your wife is going to scratch your head and say, hmm, where's our dog, honey? And if I keep saying, don't worry, we have a dog. I have a dog. It's here. And she's going to keep wondering. There's no food. There's no training a potty of a puppy. Where is this dog at? Now, if I come home and I have a puppy in my hand and I have it hidden behind my back and I say, Honey, I have a dog. I brought a dog into our family. And she looks at me with a dumbfounded look. And I pull out this puppy from behind my back and show her the proof or the evidence. That's evidence. I now prove what I'm saying. I am bringing support to the assertion I'm making. Okay, that's what evidence is. So, you got to remember what we were talking about in, in, uh, in the Bible when... Hebrews 11:1 one says, "Now faith is the substance of things not seen, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." Okay, so there's substance of things not seen and evidence of things hoped for. So faith is the substance and the evidence. Amazing. That's an amazing thought. It's the claim and it's the proof. 
faith is. Faith is the claim and it's the proof of something. So, I have faith in God, right? So, I, I say, I have faith in Jesus. By saying that, I have substance and I have evidence. I have substance of my belief in God and I have evidence of it by what I state. When I state that fact, by me stating it, it brings both those two things to pass. That's what faith is. It's amazing right there, folks. If you can grasp what I'm saying right here. Okay. Let me pull up um, Hebrews 11, the King James Version. I want to read something. Now, faith, I'm going to read a few verses here now since we're on this. Now, faith, this is Hebrews 11, 1 through 11, King James Version. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained a witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was found was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he commended the world, condemned the world, excuse me, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Verse number 8. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in a land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Faith. We're talking about faith today, folks. Faith. Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to conclude with this, and I'll say something in the end. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I'm telling you today, you have to work with your faith. You have to start using your faith. You have to start trusting your faith and you have to start using your faith in God. Start to use your faith. When you don't see something coming to pass, do not give up. When you're praying for something, don't give up. Use your faith. When you trust in God, if God has said something to you, you trust in God. 
no matter what, no matter if somebody else tries to stop you, no matter if your own self tries to stop you, you keep your trust in God, faith. If you have faith, you have fruit of the spirit. If you do not have faith, you do not have fruit of the spirit. And Jesus asked this in Luke 18, 8. And I close with this in the King James Version. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. This concludes our podcast and our fruit of the spirit of faith. God bless. Hey, have you ever heard of MyPillow? I'm sure you have. It's on all the commercials that you can see on TV. Well, I'm a user of MyPillow. I used to have migraines, real bad neck aches, but MyPillow helped me in such a way that I don't get migraines and I have to use MyPillow every time I go to bed. I even take it when I go on a trip. My wife and I have to have our pillows, the MyPillow with us wherever we go. You can get the MyPillow too by going to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a Christian. He's a good man. And he produced a very good product. I am advertising MyPillow for free for him. And if I were you, I would buy a MyPillow. I'm doing it because I know it works. It's a great product. And it'll be a great blessing to you and to whoever you buy it from. God bless and go to MyPillow.com and order MyPillow or wherever you go and you see a MyPillow, buy the MyPillow and watch. You will be blessed.